Welcome, it's indisputable, good to be with you. We have a lot on the agenda today, breaking down news of the day. My contributor will be Yasmin Khan, host of Global Thread Podcast and a remarkable human being. Also, my debate segment, the bullpen, we have Amber Athy, Washington editor at Spectator and co-host of O'Connor and Company on WMAL. We will chop it up about workplace vaccinations, school vaccines and mask. Top news story of the day, white students at a Georgia school waved the Confederate flag. Black students get offended and rightfully so and start planning a protest to this ridiculous expression. White students have no penalty, but the plan that black students were making created penalty where they received suspension. Isn't that something? Let me take you to Rome, Georgia. After white students displayed the Confederate flag, let me remind you of the Confederate flag, here it is. After they displayed basically this, which is a symbol for bigotry, racism and hatred in the United States of America and beyond. Black students were suspended from the high school, proving that this flag, bring it up again. Let's see the flag again, proving that that flag is still alive and well in the hearts of many. Now I'm going to give you a lot of background to this story because it's quite insane. This is happening right here, right now. Black students were suspended from the high school for planning a protest after another group of students came to school waving a Confederate flag. You heard me right. They did not actually protest, they were planning to protest. Peaceful demonstration, the mere thinking and planning caused their suspension. Last week, a group of students at Coosa High School in Rome, Georgia were filmed waving the Confederate flag and hurling racial slurs. Well, of course, that fits hand in glove, right? You can't, I think there's actually a rule if you're waving the Confederate flag, you have to spout racial slurs. They were simply following the pattern of their parents. Let's be very clear about this, okay? Newsweek reported that the four students filmed were carrying the Confederate flag in favor of Farm Day on School Spirit Day, which led up to homecoming. They did not face any repercussions, nothing. In response, many students said the school did not do much to reprimand the students carrying the flag. And a protest was planned to bring awareness to the problem. Good for them, that's according to CBS 46 Atlanta. Local reporting, good reporting, good for them. The students are standing up saying because the administration did not do what they should have done in this matter, we are going to stage a peaceful protest. However, the school administration suspended Several students who were planning the protest, including white students. A student protesters told CBS 46 that only black students were suspended. Isn't that quite interesting? Isn't that something? It gets deeper. Let me show you a picture of the principal. His name is Mr. Judson Cox, okay? He's the principal. He says, Excellent is the gradual result of always striving to do better. I got this off of the Floyd County Schools website, but take a good look at the guy 
who's in charge of the institution, okay? The administration is aware according to the administration. The administration is aware of tomorrow's planned protests. The administrator said over the intercom before the planned demonstration. Police will be present here at the school. And if students insist on encouraging this kind of activity, they will be disciplined for encouraging unrest. Let's put his picture up again, okay? Because he's the guy in charge of this. Now, let me remind you, when you call the police to a situation, you're calling a gun. Never forget that. When you call the police, you're calling a gun. So he's saying that because of this planned protest, peaceful demonstration about their failure of leadership, that in order for his administration, under his leadership, in order for them to exhibit their authority, they must in fact call a gun on these primarily black students who were offended by the inaction of the administration. A gun is going to come here, multiple guns, we're going to have police here. Does it remind you of anything? It gets deeper. Two white students participating in the Friday protests were not suspended, even though they claim to be as disruptive as the black students. That's according to CBS. In Floyd County, which includes this high school, 8% of black students were suspended, the highest percentage of any race based on the reporting of CBS. According to county data that we've been able to retrieve, Floyd County is made up of 70% white, 14% black, and about 8% Hispanic. We will let you know there's an update to this story. But once again, we see an isolated incident of racial insensitivity and racism being displayed by students. These students learned this behavior from their parents, from their own community, make no mistake about it. And then that personal experience that should have been an isolated incident connects to the systemic structure of racism and bias in the United States through our educational system. The administrators suspended the black kids who dared to object to this and then threatened to have the police called on them if they engaged in a peaceful protest at the school. Wow, Ms. Khan, you see this story, what are your thoughts? There is a lot going on here, there's a lot of levels to it. I like that you did call attention to the fact that the, these students were simply planning a protest. They didn't actually execute the protest yet and they were still punished for it by suspension, which is a huge deal. We talk about systemic issues in this country, we talk about systemic racism, we talk about the school to prison pipeline and how it starts. More importantly though, right now we're seeing some kind of justice attempting to be played out against the January 6th insurrectionists. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the bigger picture, you see people who are entitled to what they think is their right to protest or insurrect or whatever the issue, the case is. And the level of entitlement that they don't think that they're going to be penalized for it is staggering. And the fact that it's been almost a year since that insurrection and they still haven't been punished for it, at least not on the scale that many of us would hope for. Right. It's setting a precedent at several different levels of society. Once something like that is out in the world, once something like that happens in our country and the, the perpetrators get away with it, 
you're gonna start to see things like this continue to happen in the country. And what we're seeing in Georgia right now seems like an like a really strange echo of what we saw on January 6th and the proceedings afterwards. Very well said, and I know people after we post this on social media and beyond, they will hit me up saying the Confederate flag is about history. No. It's not just about history, it's about a particular brand of history. It's about the history of bigotry, racism, and slavery. It is not about states' rights, it is about the right of the state to continue in the industry of slavery. Let's be very clear about what it is. And overall, the Confederate issue was an issue committing treason against the United States of America. I don't know where else we would tolerate a treasonous uprising and celebrated as we do, except when racism like this is attached. Isn't that something? This is why the FBI is involved in monitoring radicals who are threatening to burn down school buildings. Let me first take you to the video, here it is. If they're going to push this on the kids, Okay, they need to lock his ass up now. Uh, you heard him, right? He said that they are going to burn down town halls and schools. You know, schools have children in them, and they complain about uh, the DOJ, the federal government, saying, let's coordinate to make sure these things do not happen. Well, this person said it openly. He talked about 1776 and people using guns, not going to court. It's amazing to me that the same crew that used to be the law and order crew, the constitutional crew, just comply crew, are now the same crew who are saying things like this. And you don't expect there to be pushback from common sense Americans who do not wanna see the likes of you take over their government to run their democracy. I don't want people like you in charge. Let me give you a little background to the story. This was on Staten Island. These are anti-vaxxers, okay, obviously. Um, hundreds of people gathered to protest vaccine mandates. Uh, this was a visit by the New York governor um, who spoke on stage across the street, okay? Uh, the governor thanked first responders, called for more vaccinations, and commented on the protest just across the street. Hundreds of protesters chanted, hold the line, USA. Ms. Khan, thoughts? First of all, I feel really, really terrible for the children. At every time adults try to act crazy, the children are the ones who suffer. There are already all kinds of issues with them going to school with gun violence and things like that. And now they gotta worry about their schools being burned down, I guess. On top of that, it's the bigger issue of, I mean, this guy is taking something straight out of the Trump playbook, out of the Tucker Carlson playbook. He's saying, you know, this might happen. People are going to take their guns out like it's 1776. People might start burning down buildings. I'm not saying they should, but they might. And the way that information travels these days on the news and on social media and just in smaller circles, 
the minute something's out there, it's out there and it spreads like wildfire. No matter how ridiculous the idea is, the minute that is put in somebody's head, it's there. And somebody may or may not take up the call to arms. Also, why I don't understand why we're still comparing our lives in 2021 to anything that was happening in 1776. I wish we could just stop doing that. It wasn't the best way to live and we've progressed a long time from then. And we're not the same people, we're not the same country we were in 1776. Very well said. And you know, one of the root definitions of civilization is to trade in brute instinct for civil um, discourse and civil engagement. Uh, so let's go to something else. New York City, 2,000 firefighters have all of a sudden said, "Oh, I'm sick and cannot come to work." Well, this is in protest, obviously, to the vaccine mandates in New York City. More than 2,000 employees have now taken sick leave over the past week. Six firefighters have been suspended for threatening a state senator. Yes, they threatened a state senator in uniform, and they drove a company vehicle to do so. Let me give you the background. Some of the first responders have resisted the vaccine mandates. Um, so they would rather lose their jobs and they would rather put other people at risk than simply take the mandated vaccine. Of course, have ruled, yes, they have the ability, these companies, these government agencies have the right, the ability to enforce it. Uh, Frank Dyer, Frank is the deputy commissioner of the New York City Fire Department. Said by email that the number of firefighters on medical leave was very unusual, you don't say. The department employs roughly 11,000 firefighters. A senior city official briefed on the vaccination data says that over half of the firefighters who have called out sick have never received a single dose of the vaccine. There's a fire commissioner, his name is Daniel A. Nigro. Suggested in the statement Sunday, the firefighters who participated in the apparent sick out were neglecting their oaths, which commit them to faithfully discharge the duties of their jobs. Those who do not meet the vaccination requirement have been threatened with unpaid leave starting Monday. Now remember, this is the same rule that applies to every single city worker. All, all city workers have to abide by this rule. Listen, you can work another job, okay? You can work another job, you don't have to work in this industry. You can go somewhere else. Um, let me show you a picture of the senator that they threaten, all right? Now remember, Frank Dwyer, who's the deputy commissioner, said 2,000 called out, right? You got 11,000 in total. This is the guy that six of those firefighters threatened. NBC New York News 4 reported the group of firefighters arrived at State Senator Zellner Myrie's Brooklyn office on Friday. Okay, they pulled up on him, they pulled up to his office asking his staff to disclose his home address and warning them of blood on their hands to come after the mandatory unpaid leave periods begins on Monday. Here's what the senator said. He said, and I quote, I am outraged. One that on duty officers who were supposed to be focused on keeping us safe and responding to emergencies would attempt to use their uniforms and their fire truck to intimidate my staff. And secondly, it is disturbing that they would approach a state elected official for a city mandate 
and would I think offer veiled threats about my own safety by asking where I live personally. Whoa, talk about privilege here. I mean, damn, they were in uniform and they took the company vehicle. The city vehicle, the one that you all in the city pay for, the taxpayer funded one to do something like this. Um, I don't know if they understand this, Ms. Khan, uh, but he's not in charge of the city. I, 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 this guy was selected, he's not even the guy in charge of this. What are your thoughts here? Well, they always need a, a focal point for their yeah. hatred and for their whatever whatever cause that they've decided to pick up. They need someone to pinpoint it on. They need a direct person because otherwise they're they're they lose momentum for their movement, right? One thing that I find very frustrating, and one thing that I have very little patience for in general, is people who make an issue bigger than it actually is or create problems where there aren't really any. Something as simple as getting a vaccine, especially, I mean, we've been in this since March of 2020. It's been almost two years. People are tired, just get the vaccine and be done with it. Especially if you call yourself a public servant, public servant, servant being the operative word there. Any cop that I've met personally, anyone that I know personally, including firefighters, whenever you ask them, why did you get into this line of work? They say, because I wanted to help my community and they wanted to give back. And that's just from my own personal dealing with cops and firefighters. That's what they always tell me. And I believe them. This is not the way to serve the public good. This is not helping anything. This is bullying your state senator, it's bullying the people in your community. It's holding people hostage just because you don't want to do something that everybody else is already doing. Right. Or don't get the vaccine or just get another job. Keep it moving. Hell, nobody yeah. cares. That that's how that's how this this should work. All right, we got more on the other side. Indisputable. All right, welcome back. We got a lot of show left. Let me remind people of a few things, okay? Uh, membership, if you're not a member of TYT, I need you to change that immediately, okay? Make it happen, sign up the whole family, be the change. From being the first to cover important stories to taking positive action on the ground, TYT has been at the forefront of change since our inception. You can be part of our change machine by becoming a member at tyt.com forward slash change. If you're already a member, you're already part of the machine, the change machine, okay? All right, uh, big announcement. Remember, TYT is looking for new talent, new video content creators for Rebel HQ. Uh, we're looking for people to write, produce, host, edit short, for, short form editorial videos on breaking news and political stories with a progressive point of view. If you're interested, apply at tyt.com forward slash Careers, tyt.com forward slash careers. And don't forget the conversation today, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time, 2.30 p.m. Pacific time. tyt.com forward slash live right before the Young Turks. Make sure to subscribe, watch all of the amazing interviews at youtube.com forward slash tyt conversation. Let me go to these comments. Just be anti-racist says, my son Kendrick wore his indisputable I wish a Karen Wood tee for Halloween yesterday. He said, best not be any cameras knocking on our door, mom. I was ready to record, but sadly, 
no Karens, bam. But I'm very proud of Kendrick, all right? Thank you and keep it up. Eric the Red about the Confederate flag. That's quite a lesson for the kids. Don't protest and bow your heads to bigotry. Yep, they didn't care about the offense. They did not release a statement saying we are so sorry about how this offended our student body, none of that. I'm making see the silver hair dragon. I guess in the right wing world, children don't have the constitutional right to free speech and peaceful protest. Suspending the black students without suspending the white ones sends the message loud and clear. Yep, that was the aim. Um, Staten Island anti-vaxxers, Mickey C also says, the man asking Charlie Kirk, and this was a few days ago, the man asking Charlie Kirk, when can we use our guns? When can we kill them? I just read a survey where over 20% of Republican respondents stated that violence is the only way to save the country. Lynn, um, I don't want a non-vax firefighter giving someone mouth to mouth, that's right. They are first responders and trained in that. Uh, back to the Confederate flag, uh, Aaron Aquinos, see this is a real violation of freedom of speech, it is. For Brazilla, why do you need police for a peaceful protest? Mm-hmm, that, that's the way to keep the black children under control, okay, that's all. That's, that's what they wanted to do, okay, to send out that contrary message, EcoStar. So flying the Confederate flag doesn't encourage unrest, exactly. Um, Maddie J88, we changed our flag in Mississippi. The Confederate part was taken away and completely changed. Over 80% was in favor of finally changing it. I remember that and good for you all. Um, Brock Steele says, and this is why it's not safe to live in the United States without owning a gun. This is about the anti-vax rally. Hate to say it, but look at these vicious murderers publicly saying, murderers publicly saying they want to kill you. And they are. I mean, these people must be on an FBI watch list. They need they need to be on the no-fly list for sure. Okay. All right, Twitch about the Confederate flag. Jax Drax, white privilege allows for them to be publicly racist, whereas people of color protesting injustice uh, injustice are are treated as violent criminals. Well, even planning a peaceful protest, you're treated treated as a violent criminal. All right, sauce 240. This is why they think last year's protests, all of the cities were burning down. It's projection of what they want to do as always. Isn't that ironic, right? It's real ironic that they said black lives matter, they destroy cities. They are violent, they're criminals. No, less than 1% of any any protest connected to a Black Lives Matter rally resulted in any level of destruction or violence, less than 1%. You, you would never heard a Black Lives Matter protest sound like these anti-vaxxers, never, not one. That should tell you something. All right, we got more. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish you Karen Wood. You wanna call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday? I feel free, back off! And you don't have to be so silly. Me? You're too old for this. Use your brain. We're 13. We're 13. How are we old? Too old. How's that too old? Too. You're too. I.
taught kindergarten and first grade before I got a nine. Wait, I thought you were a police officer. Yeah, now you're lying again. Wait, I thought you were a police officer. Don't don't oh, get hostile. Don't touch us. Don't do anything. Touching. I'm already I'm not injured. Touching you out. Dude, no, like, you actually know, cannot do this. I do know who owns the plantations and do, does know who owns this neighborhood. Then, I'll have a conversation with about you later. It has nothing to do with this neighborhood. Yeah, right. Go yeah, now. Ma'am, you do understand like, it's a more polite way. You guys, I must do what you just said. Yeah, you started screaming. I was. I saw you go all the way down. I saw one guy fall and could hurt. Yeah. I wasn't hurt at all. I'm wearing I'm wearing a padded suit that's made for motorcycles. Yeah. Okay, but this is I can't not, get hurt. I, 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 this is I understand. not a skating yeah, yeah. park. Yeah, but you could ask politely though. Like Linda, we're we're gonna Linda, leave, but like Linda, you don't Linda, you don't have to Linda, yell at us. Come on, Linda. Like we're we'll we're glad, not even we're, punks. We're glad to leave. Yeah, like seriously. You just we said we, we said we, it's, it's, it could be worse. Be doing worse yeah. stuff. We could be, it's Halloween. We could be doing a lot worse. Damn, the children can't have fun on Halloween, Karen. Come on, Karen. Even the anti-Karen was like, come on, Linda, let's come on now. Let's, let's just, it's Halloween. I did find it interesting because remember, we're keeping a log here of Karenicity log, right? Here's what we found out. Here's a new element we need to put down in the book. The kid said, hey, we could be doing something bad like egging a house. Karen says, you just said you would egg my home. No, 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 that's not what we said. So here's what we've learned, here's a new thing. Don't mention what you won't do or what could happen if you were a bad person, because Karen will say that is the threat against her. Now, this is a little bit of levity here. These kids were skateboarding and this particular individual decided to be very rude to them. I do find it quite interesting that they, the children, sounded more like adults than she did. Funniest line, now you're lying again. That was the fun, when they said, see, now you're lying again. Come on now, you said you were the police earlier, come on now. All right, Ms. Khan, what are your thoughts here? This particular Karen seems like she just hates Halloween and she was ready to fight some people. She's ready yeah. to fight some kids. She says, you know what, I don't like any of this. I don't wanna be a part of any of it. And the thing with skateboarding in particular is always funny to me. I grew up in the 90s, I'm a 90s kid. There was always kids rollerblading, skateboarding, scooting, bicycling, whatever the case was, they're not menaces. They're just getting around on wheels. That's it, you know? At worst, they're doing some tricks on their skateboards. They're not bothering anybody. And I do want to commend the kids in the video. They said, you know, you didn't have to come at us like that with all that negative energy. You could have just asked us to leave if we were making you uncomfortable. We would have left. I don't know why there's like such a default to just antagonize people and be mean and be just angry all the time. When really, if you just talk to people like they're people, most people are not going to be. Well, I can't say the word I wanted to use, but they're not going to be <laughs> terrible about it. You know, people are going to say, "Okay, fine, I'll move, no problem." Yeah, and they were quite reasonable. They were trying to have fun. I'm. Uh, a big live and let live guy. I want children to have as much fun as they can because once they become grown like us, it's a different situation, right? Um, so big ups to them for showing um, so much respect and being very courteous in their rebuttal uh, to this particular Karen. Okay, 
anti-vaxxers in New Hampshire, they get trolled. All this was priceless. I think this is now the new model of Trump supporting anti-vaxxers decided to protest outside of a hospital. I have no issue with that. This is a land where you can protest. I also have no issue with this person who showed up. Here it is. Her freedom of speech is just as protected as theirs, okay? I have no problem with how she utilized her freedom of speech to make them look like the idiots they are. Now, here's the thing, here's background. <laughs> this poor woman, TikTok user Kathleen Cavallaro was trying to visit her husband who was in the hospital, okay? So she is there for a legitimate reason. Um, and she was harassed about wearing her mask by the guys you just saw, okay? This was outside of Catholic Medical Center in Manchester. Whatever the intention may have been behind the protesters who are also Trump supporters, let's be very clear about what the CDC says. This low flu activity, because there is a lower flu activity season. This low flu activity was likely due to the widespread implementation of COVID-19 preventative measures like mask, physical distancing, and staying home. You know what else is low? The common cold, all right? Why? Because people engaged in these very safe practices. Makes perfect sense, but according to these Trump supporters, it's because it's weird. According to a report from WAPO, doctors are bracing for a potential twindemic. Okay, so I want to make sure you know about this. Survey data released on October 7th, okay? Survey data released October 7th found slightly more than half of American adults plan to be vaccinated against influenza. That's not much of a change from pre pandemic surveys conducted by the National Foundation for Infectious Diseases. But health authorities are alarmed because some evidence point to a potentially more severe flu season. Experts say Americans have built up less natural immunity against influenza because so few were infected in 2020. Once again, following the science on all of this, what is following the science? Science means 
observe or observation of the field of study. Yasmin, what are your thoughts? What was one of the things that the anti-vaxxers said to the girl? She said something like, I don't like your costume because you're breathing in all these toxins. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't what? make any sense. <laughs> right. Yeah, like you're breathing the same air, and at least she has right. some kind of filtration system in front of her face. So that doesn't make any sense. But again, to reiterate my earlier point, people are just tired of anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers. We the data is there. Whatever you're you're arguing, the data does not, has never supported it. And everyday Americans are still being affected by this. My best friend had a baby over the weekend, shout out to her. But you know, we couldn't go to the hospital, we couldn't go see her, her mother couldn't go, you know, all these things that are affecting everyday people's lives, people who are doing what they're supposed to be doing, who are doing their best to make the situation better, not just for ourselves, but for the people who can't get vaccinated for various reasons and the people who can't stay home for various reasons. We're yeah. trying to get back to a functioning society. And again, these people are just holding back whatever progress we're making and just being obstructionist. And I'm, I'm tired of it and I think a lot of other people are. Think about the irony of this, before it was politicized, I'm talking about common sense. Common sense has now become politicized. If one of those individuals went to a hospital and they had surgery and somebody did not have on a mask, they would say, why don't you have on your mask? Right, yeah, because that's protocol. You go to a hospital, you see professionals in the healthcare arena. They need to have on masks. They need to treat you with gloves. Common sense protocol. Somebody's coughing at your home. You say, hey, 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 keep that over there, because I don't want it to come over here. Damn! Before COVID and the politicization of this issue, those same people had common sense about infectious diseases, about colds, about viruses, and all of a sudden, after Trump and his cronies. Put mud in the water is totally different. They have completely abandoned all common sense. And that is the definition of indoctrination. Indoctrination is when you can no longer challenge what you believe or what you believe cannot be challenged with truth. You simply believe what you believe regardless of the evidence, information, and facts in front of you. We got more on the other side, it's indisputable, stick and stay. Yep, welcome back. We got a lot of show left. Okay, let me read some of these comments. TYT member about the Karen says, Potion Seller says, What's her address? I'm going to egg her house. <laughs> Just a joke, but funny. Um, Lynn, someone raised those skaters right. Yep. Anti vaxxers troll. Zoolander Establishment Dem says, do these guys remember any of these things? One, Operation Warp Speed. Two, Trump had COVID. Three, he got vaccinated. Four, he told his supporters to get vaccinated. Exactly, right? When Trump told a crowd, I think it was Alabama, make sure make sure they're vaccinated. They started booing him and then he changed, or not, or not. He changed immediately, okay? Uh, YouTube super chat, Karen. Um, I think this is railing in. Someone get their grandma. <laughs> right, that's a fight for grandma right there. I'm, I'm with you. Osiris XTV, can't I just get some candy, Karen? Yeah. <laughs> railing in says you're not listening, Linda. <laughs> Neo Death 07, Linda, listen, listen, Linda, listen, Linda, Linda, listen. Uh, Esther, I think is Broshin. 
I am glad that the kids are calling her out. The kids are just having fun skateboarding. Yep, and they're very respectful. Um, smoke, smoky mirrors. When the kids sound more like an adult than the Karen sigh. Yeah. Pons Gambit. I don't care about Halloween or any holiday, but I'm able to find joy in watching others having fun. Those damn Karens are like joy vampires. <laughs> yeah. Anti-vaxxers trolled Rose Rosie. Trump took the vaccine, so yeah. Anisha Cameron. I usually get a cold every single winter, but guess what? I wore my mask, socially distanced, and worked from home for 19 months and never got that usual cold. Well, according to the Trump protesters, that's weird. That's very weird. Let me bring your attention to a real estate agent who has now lost his job because he decided to harass children who were wearing masks. I kid you not, let me take it to New York. Here it is. Need to be breathing fresh oxygen. This is a, this is diabolical. This is a psychological operation. Yeah. Children should be breathing fresh oxygen. Why are we suppressing oxygen levels to our children? Why? Why are we doing it? Dear parents, please take off these masks from your children. Please take them off. Take them off. They're not helping. They're degrading their health. They're degrading their health. Children need it for empathy. Children need empathy. We only get that via facial recognition. It's a street, and I can walk down the street. I can walk down the street. Keep on watching your CNN and abuse your children. Stop abusing your children. Your parents are abusing you. That's what's going on. Because they can't let go of CNN. They can't let go. Why is he allowed that close to anybody's child, number one? Uh, that would not happen on my watch. So he's walking down, he's protesting, he's talking to children, saying that they are being physically abused. We have real abuse victims in the world, sir. They are being protected. The mask is because we're in the middle of a pandemic. So let me bring your attention to who this guy is. His name is Curtis Goldstein. He's the guy in the video. He worked at our New York which is a local brokerage firm. That means this person is professionally licensed, trained, took a whole damn examination, studied for this exam, is experienced as a professional in this arena. And he decided to throw it all away in order to go out and harass children. That's what he decided to do with his life, okay? Under the alias of Curtis Orwell, Goldstein is active in the anti-mask movement, wearing a Holocaust-themed pin, comparing vaccine to rape in social media posts, and using his employer social media account to like posts for anti-vax Facebook posts. He's a smarty, yeah. Unfortunately for him, his employer did not agree. Um, let's put that up. Our New York broker CEO Stephanie Birkin has made masks for her company. Meanwhile, real estate agent Curtis Goldstein actively harasses New York school children who wear them. Um, the update is the CEO um, has now fired this man for his actions. Yasmin, thoughts? 
Well, I'm not a parent, but I can't imagine like the, the accusation that any parent is intentionally harming their child is incredibly insulting. Even anti-vaxxer parents, I don't think that they think that they're doing something harmful to their child. They think they're helping. So for a man to accuse them of that is crazy. Also, the thing about, you know, these children need to be breathing in clean oxygen in New York City. Are you joking? <laughs> I mean, like the irony of that, if you're really concerned about the air quality, then do something about the air quality. It's not the masses that are the issue. And then on top of that, you're complaining about, you know, I want the right to not wear a mask. So let people who want to wear it wear one. It's even less oppressive that way, you know. At least the anti-maxers have, you could say they have a point in that they're not allowed into certain establishments without a mask on. People who want to wear a mask, though, there's no there's no limitation on that. Just just do it. You're not hurting anybody. And the people who are offended by other people wearing masks makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's a great hypocrisy for those who say independent liberty should reign supreme. And then they go around criticizing people for thinking differently than they think. You know, we've been saying on this show that this country has this romantic connection. It romanticizes white supremacy, it does. If you engage in terroristic action, if you commit felonies, the government will say, not a big deal, misdemeanor, $500 fine, keep it moving. Well, now a federal judge has called out the federal government for what she calls a schizophrenic approach as it relates to those who committed acts of terrorism against the United States of America on January 6th. Let's put up a picture, I like this judge. Let's put her up. She looked like she don't play the radio, okay? Let me tell you what she said. Last Thursday, the chief federal judge presiding in DC criticized the January 6th prosecutions as being almost schizophrenic, saying the event's horror did not match the plea offers involving minor charges. That's you damn right. And we've been saying that since day one right here on the show. And people across this nation and beyond have felt the same sentiment as this judge has now said. Now, in our criminal justice system, judges do not have the right, they do not have the authority to affix additional charges. That is up to the state, that is up to the prosecution. Okay, so this is a rare repudiation from a sitting federal judge, but this judge has said it. She said in court last Thursday, and I quote, no wonder parts of the public in the US are confused about whether what happened on January 6th at the Capitol was simply a petty offense of trespassing with some disorderliness or shocking criminal conduct that represented a grave threat to our democratic norms. Let me make my view clear, the rioters were not mere protesters, wow. While she and other judges have expressed similar concern before, This was the chief judge's first time sentencing a rioter and her first chance to fully air her views and demand answers from prosecutors. She took the opportunity spending over an hour interrogating prosecutors on the decision to let Tennessee video game developer Jack Jesse Griffith plead guilty to a misdemeanor 
incorporating inside of the Capitol. Why, she asked. When prosecutors called the riot and attack on democracy unparalleled in American history, were Griffith and others and other participants facing the same charge as non-violent protesters who routinely disrupt congressional hearings. It seems like a bit of disconnect, the judge said, muddled and almost schizophrenic. The parading charge carries a sentence of at most six months with no supervised release, okay? She knows why, she's quite aware, okay? Ms. Khan, I think you know why as well, because I guarantee you their last names would have been Muhammad, or this would have been Black Lives Matter. The government would have treated them as terrorists, as violent criminals, and you would not see these kind of plea deals happening routinely. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really sad what's happening in the country now where something like the January 6th insurrection could happen. And there's still debate over whether or not we should even be calling it an insurrection. When people that we elected to protect us and to rule and govern on our behalf are calling these people who attack them personally, directly them, calling them tourists and protesters, peaceful yeah. protesters even. and. It's it's really disheartening because you almost don't expect justice to be enacted anymore. Mm. You see something like this, you see the proceedings, everything is so obvious and it's laid out, it's blatant. Everyone knows what it is. I mean, recently I even had a guy, I was talking to him, he's a Trump voter. And I mentioned something about the Muslim ban back when Trump first got elected into office. and. This guy, white, upper middle class American Republicans said very matter of factly to me, it was not a Muslim ban. And I was like, you know, everyone who looked like me knew exactly what that was. Everyone, it's not your place to tell me what that was or wasn't. So we just want some justice and we don't want to have to keep explaining ourselves, explaining these obvious points. All right, I got a question for everybody. What in the red state hell? You can take a gun, shoot somebody in the face. It's not hard. Sometimes it might even be fun if they're a godless commie. Now, what they're trying to do is sneak the COVID vaccine in your salads. I never had, I hate math. Somebody say amen. You still the white. I'm gonna. Person coming for me is your crazy ass. Yeah. Yeah. You're a real class act. White. You're a class act, lady. White. What the f- 
Now I've watched that video multiple times. I'm still confused as to the why, the what, everything. So I have sent an email to the white delegation to provide clarity as to what happened here. But until I get an official response from the white delegation, Ms. Khan will try to give us her insight into what she just saw. My insight into what I just saw, I have no idea what I just saw. I live in a red state, I live in Texas. What stood out to me was when she was talking about, you know, I have a college degree and I can't get a job at McDonald's. Who would hire you? I'm, I don't want to hire somebody <laughs> like that. I mean, I I'm a solid millennial. I don't think that a college degree entitles you to a job. I've lived a life as a millennial long enough to know that that, that isn't the case. But I'm not hiring that lady, not even to work at McDonald's. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's the degree that's the problem. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you so much for being on the show, great job. And how can people follow you and check you out? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok. My handle is YazK, that's five Z's in there, Y-A-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-K. And you can listen to my podcast, it's called Global Thread. It's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you get podcasts. And on the podcast, we talk about global issues that don't get a whole lot of focus in the news. And we dive into the history, why it's happening, what it means, where we go from there. Good stuff, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Let me remind everyone, membership drive, okay? If you're not a member of this change machine known as TYT, make sure you become a member right now, all right? TYT.com forward slash change. TYT.com forward slash change. From being the first to cover important stories to taking positive action on the ground, TYT has been at the forefront of change since our inception. You can be part of that change by becoming a member. Make that happen, okay? Always take care of yourself, take care of each other, take care of the planet. Remember, the truth is always indisputable.